Not going to make a noise? Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, took the breath. <laughs> uh, oh, fantastic, fantastic. Now you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast on the 8-Bit Collective, and the doors to episode 91 are open. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me this week, of course, as always, is my best buddy, Bryce DeWitt. Oh, I mean, if it's if I'm not here, then you've then you've, you've not got a show. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm half of it. It's true. Maybe not on the development side, but... <laughs> development side. Yeah. You know, you know, you're the one that does the editing, mm. the fun part, the fun part. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's uh... you're the one. You're the one with all the Twitter accounts. Mm. 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 I'm like mm. a, a Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Dun, <laughs> dun, uh, nah, nah. Uh, I, I just want to. I just want to start the show, Bryce. Uh, recently, you gave your old 3ds to your daughter. Yes. So, so first consoles. Let's tell us, tell us a bit about that. I reckon that's pretty sweet. You, we're talking a bit about it over uh, Messenger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, um, okay. Uh, so, as a fair bit of people who follow me on Twitter would know, Ivy Revan. Yeah, uh, Ivy Revan. My daughter loves Kirby's Adventure, and I thought about it. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> the 3DS has Kirby's Adventure on it, and the 3D classics. So mm-hmm. you know what I, I I set it up for her and gave it to her because it's been sitting in a drawer for years, and your old one, yeah, my old yeah. one. What was wrong with it? There was something wrong with the oh, hi- the, the hinge or something. No, 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 not the hinge. Um, that that 3ds has had a caved in wireless switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for most of its life. So that doesn't matter. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah it doesn't good. matter. Mm. And I mean, it 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 can still go online because it's caved in on the. On okay, <laughs> but yeah, not like she needs to do that or anything. So yeah, yeah. all the online services will be shut down by the time she's interested. Anyway, probably, probably after yeah. all the games like this week that are shut down after the like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Mm. So, what games have you set up for on there? Uh, Kirby's Adventure, mm, New Super Mario Bros. Two. Mario Kart Seven, Smash, I think, because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she she dabbles in Smash, uh, and missing something, Minish Cap or something. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. Through the power of some little things, some tinkering, some tinkering. <laughs> yeah, all stuff that I own, of course. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so that was all. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because I've I, no, because it's still got the original SD card in it that I had when I originally bought the thing. So it was like four gig. Yeah, not very big at all. Mm. Yeah. So it's it was just sort of the matter of yeah, getting it all set up and mm. ready for her and making sure that there was nothing that she could really get into that. Yeah, because you you were saying like it, it's important to have uh, for her to have her own console so she doesn't grow up just with. Everything that's game related being daddies. Yeah. Yeah. So then she can sort of be a part of it rather than just think it's something you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's interested in it. She's like, oh, it's daddy's game. It's daddy's game sort of thing. And I'm like, yes, it is. But it's just sort of a case of like, I want to grow up with my kids sharing that sort of experience of video games with me. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not forcing it upon them. <laughs> they kind of just come to it come to it themselves. So I just said I just said, "You know what? Here you go. Here's my old 3DS and you can use that." And she walks around with it and tinkers with it. And yeah. Cuz you never fun. know, you never know what your kids are going to gravitate towards like. No. Yeah. But I I, would, I still want them to enjoy video games in the aspect that like if we sit down and play a video game, then mm. they can enjoy it. And I think there's nothing wrong with that and Evie seems generally interested, so. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Mm. It doesn't have to be like their main source of entertainment, but I'd like them to know how to play a video game and, you know, do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, how's your week been? What have you been up to? I haven't seen you apart from when you rocked up at work, work. last night. Yeah. 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 Uh, busted fridge. That's 
pretty much <laughs> busted fridge that's uh, pretty much the one thing that's on my mind because it means more money yay mm-hmm. yay busted fridges are fun um but no i've had a pretty silent week uh i have somebody that i typically spend a lot of time playing games online with um in my spare time yeah and he's gone for a wedding so haven't really done much at all this week Usually, I just sit down and play some Apex or something like that. And I mm. did draw a little bit, which still needs some work, but I'm getting there. Yeah. No, it looked good from what the p- pictures you sent me. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I was supposed to get into it a little bit more last night. Ended up falling asleep on the couch with my phone next to a half-full can of Coke. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah on the couch. So, <laughs> good thing I didn't knock it over or all over the phone because I wouldn't have woken up for that. Uh yeah, whenever you get a phone call, you put it up to your face, just sticks to your face and you can't get it off. Oh. <laughs> I'm more worried about the thing breaking. $1,000 yeah. phones. Phones aren't cheap now. They're waterproof now though, aren't they? Uh, they're waterproof. I wouldn't say they're sugar and <laughs> a- acids proof, you know. Yeah. So, it, but yeah, no. Nah, um, I was supposed to draw last night. But I ended up falling asleep watching um, Darling and the Franks. Mm. So, yeah, really need to finish it. I'm close. Mm. I'm close. Close. Yeah. I need to I need to talk talk anime on a podcast somewhere that would be nice so if if you're interested <laughs> if anyone's got an anime podcast with white brass is that what you're saying yeah pretty much <laughs> you know because the thing is it's like I'm I'm really I'm a very simulcast type of person I like watching simulcasts so week by week releases and yeah. stuff like that yeah because I find it's the best way to schedule anime for me I don't spend too much time trying to catch up and going, oh, next episode. Oh, now I need to stay up and watch this episode yeah. and then sort of go on. And I mean, I am going back and watching things that are completed. Yeah, it's a bit more of an event. Sit down and watch it. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise I don't watch anime because it it draws me into the point where I'm just like, I'm watching too many episodes and then going to bed at a stupid amount of time. and yeah. well, Stupid amount of time. Stupid time in general. <laughs> stupid amount of time. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like It's 12 hours into the night. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah. I think... Um, Darling in the Franks is the only thing that's not simulcast and I'm actually watching at the moment. Yeah. And I've been very slowly chugging through that, um, telling myself, don't overexert, <laughs> binge yeah. watch and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Well, if they bring a game to the Switch, you can, uh, <laughs> you can talk about it. I then. just want Crunchyroll on the Switch. Then I wouldn't have to complain. I could just sit in bed and watch... <laughs> Yeah, that, there's a, that stuff. There's a YouTube app, so you can talk about YouTube, but you can't talk about anime because there's no anime app on there. It, it bugs me because now that VRV is a thing, I'm not even sure we'll get a dedicated Crunchyroll app on the Switch. We'll probably just get VRV, but VRV is not available in Australia. What is VRV? I'm not, oh, it's um, familiar with that one. Okay, so um, I only learned about VRV when it first came out in America because I have a shit ton of American friends that are like, "Ah, oh, hey," but like you pay five <laughs> bucks like you would Crunchyroll, but you get multiple networks, so. Okay, you know, like yeah. Crunchyroll, K-pop TV stuff, and mm. Mad Men, I think, and then like okay. a whole bunch of stuff. It's like seven or seven or eight different networks. Kind of like one. what Foxtel does with like sort of their channels, yeah, yeah. But you only play the pay the one flat price in America of like five US or something. So like twenty here. <laughs> oh yeah, probably probably <laughs> yeah. more like probably more like 10 or something like that but I yeah because of that I'm not sure Crunchyroll will get a dedicated app I think it'll probably be left down to Verve mm. as we'll, as most people call it is Verve um, and that kind of sucks because until we get VRV here are you interested in watching stuff on your Switch though? yeah like yeah. even with YouTube, I watch a lot of YouTube, and um, my Switch just isn't the place I really use it. Well, but the thing is, is you've got an iPad, you've got laptops and stuff like that. I don't mm. have a laptop in my home anymore. I've got a tablet, but to be honest, um, I mean, to be fair, Switch is just really convenient. I yeah. guess to be fair, I don't use my iPad pretty much at all anymore. It's just been like on my phone. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, if you want to, yeah, yeah, and I mean, on my phone, it's a small screen and all that stuff, and. I can sit down and watch something that I really want to watch. If I'm really desperate to watch it, I'll sit down and watch it in bed on my phone, but I prefer to have a bigger screen, even if it's just the Switch's size. Yeah. And, like, I like having video apps on the console itself. I I have video apps on all my consoles, regardless of what they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and when I I say that, I mean all of them, like Stan, Netflix, Crunchyroll. Oh, a choice is good, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying... Yeah, I don't like. Uh, I wanted YouTube, but the a- amount of time I actually use it, yeah, isn't that much. And yeah. especially, well, here's the other thing as well. And especially the way video services are going, 
the Switch would be really good for it because you can on on mobile platforms you can download episodes of stuff mm. you know to your phone yeah and then watch it offline so like on Netflix or even just YouTube you know with YouTube Red as long as you're paying the subscription fee you could download stuff and watch it later offline that would be great for the Switch and I'd love to see Crunchyroll with that kind of functionality on the Switch yeah because then I'd download a season or something granted I've got enough room on my card yeah, and that, then take yeah, it with me and watch it that's the problem like with like a lot of people have that many Switch games it's kind of hard to keep the uh, room on your Switch free I, I mean, I get that, but like, I'm I'm one of those people with a small card at the moment myself. But if something like that came to the platform, I would go find the highest card possible, buy it, and put okay. it. In. Delete Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that far. <laughs> but yeah, um, just it's something to consider, I guess. I feel like the Switch is a. I I don't see the point of doing it on just a normal console, but on a Switch, that'd be great. Mm. Um. And carting around more than one device that has a screen that large, so like carting around a tablet, a Switch as well, I'd rather it all just in one place. And on the Switch, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I'm kind of looking for. Video apps, in my opinion, are... I mean, they've got, what, Hulu and YouTube at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's all. And I mean, Hulu, we don't get here either. So Don't we? Do we not get Hulu? Pretty sure we don't. I've never actually looked into it, but... Nope. I've tried to use Hulu before, maybe four or five years ago I don't know if the situation has changed but it's not on our store so Hmm. I'm going to say no it's not available yeah it's probably not yeah if it's not on the store I never never actually look for it I just hear like every now and again there's like oh there's this uh, show that's exclusive to Hulu oh that sounds interesting but apart from that never think about it Um, as far as my week goes uh, it's been a pretty eye opening week for me Mm. Um, this time of year it's uh, this is like the time of year where it's life just becomes like a big grind really Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, um, pretty much flat out, just doing crutching and that. And for those of you who don't know what crutching is, it's basically um, it's like you use the handpiece, what you use the shear, but you take the wool off around the sheep's bum so it doesn't get all pooey in that and it doesn't attract flies. Yeah, um, pretty dirty job, but it pays well, so that's, yeah. why, <laughs> that's why I do it. Um, but I had a real scare this uh, well last Monday when this podcast goes up. So we're doing these really heavy use. And the um, we're on the crutching trailer, so that's basically a trailer that backs into sheep yards, and the sheep run up a ramp into that, and you, you uh, tip them out, put them in position, and crutch them. Yep. Um, I was at the end stand, and the guy in the middle, he was wrestling with this big U, and it's kicking in that, and it kicked his handpiece, and it flew through the air. It missed my head by about, I don't know, let's say 10 centimeters. I don't really know, but it, it almost hit me in the head, and it just wedged into the wall. Oh, um, and what was really frightening about it was that if I was in my normal spot, it would have got me in the eye. Oh fuck, dude! Because I, I had, I like, I was back a bit further for whatever reason. Whatever reason it was, it might have been a lot of sheep or whatever. So I went, you know, just did a big pull and got back further. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I was just looking at this handpiece stuck in the wall, and I like, I got it and like pulled it out. But, like, it shows you how quick your life can just change in the blink of an eye. Oh, yeah. Without, no pun intended. But, like, <laughs> like <laughs> worst, worst case, like, best case scenario, if that hit me, it would have been, like, a huge scar on my cheek. Like, worst case, you know, in the eye, in the side of the neck. <sighs> you know? It's like, fuck me. It's like I was reading today, a childhood like, friend that was around here, he... um. He got his hand stuck in like a meat grinder and completely crushed his hand. Oh, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. Like just, just. Yeah. So, I'm not going to complain about being tired or whatever. But, mm. God, that's frightening. It is frightening. Yeah. Oh. It just shows. Yeah, it just shows you how quick things can change. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take much. It could be you know the simplest job in the world, but if there's one dangerous thing involved, mm. you know. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know how it happened. It must have just like got under its leg and flicked it just perfectly <laughs> mm. yeah you must have good karma then yeah that's what everyone says you should you should have bought a lottery ticket my now no no point I've used all my luck this week <laughs> yeah well mm. holy crap well glad you're not missing an eye my friend yeah I have to start calling you Nick, Nick Fury otherwise <laughs> uh, 
Thanks. All right, let's actually talk some Nintendo. <laughs> um, so, did you see all the uh, all the the uh, Labo VR stuff? How they're introducing patches into Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild to enable the uh, VR mode? Yeah. Uh, what what do you think of this, Bros? Is this? Uh, I don't really care about the Mario Odyssey stuff, but the the experience of viewing Breath of the Wild in VR would be pretty damn cool. The Mario Odyssey stuff's kind of just like, hey, here's some mini games in VR for you to tackle. Mm. See, I'm probably I'm, really I'm, pro- I'm probably the other way around to be honest. Like Mario Odyssey, it's sort of they've sort of made it for a VR mode, whereas. Breath of the Wild it looks like it's just the game in VR I'd still like to play that yeah I'd like to play it too <laughs> does this make you say oh I might actually want to pick up one of these uh, Labo headsets I could be convinced but I don't want the thing is as I looked up the pricing of the pre-order and all that bullshit for Labo VR and it's like 120 bucks mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like I don't want to pay 120 bucks for cardboard can I like cardboard and what I assume would be a game cartridge yeah yeah can I just forego the game cartridge please buy the headset cut down the costs I don't care about the added included games I just want it for the games that eventually add that kind of support and I can just you know check it out Mm. I mean it's not like I agree with that but it's not like we're going to see fucking Beat Saber on the Switch (laughs) with cardboard (laughs) the way it was designed it's it's not going to work yeah, no way, no. No, no way in hell. You have to hold the goddamn console to your face. Mm. Like, there's no way around that. See, I haven't had that much experience with VR. Uh, PlayStation VR is something I'm always looking at. When it comes on sale for 300 I'm always like, oh, that looks good. And even with uh, the recent State of Play, they showed off a lot of uh, VR games in that State of Play. Yep. And I'm very tempted to get it, but every time it, it comes down to 300 bucks, and it's... it's VR is one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't really need it that much. Yeah. So you try and you try and hold off. Yeah. And what puts me off PlayStation VR the most would be like, oh, I have to either buy the Move controllers for one hundred and twenty dollars, yeah, which is ridiculous in two thousand nineteen, or I can go on eBay and I can get them real cheap or whatever. But that's an extra step. Yeah. Which and in America they do have the bundles with the Move controllers. It just it confuses me to no end mm. why they don't just have the goddamn controllers. In a bundle with well, the goddamn they thing. Well, they do in America. Yeah, but not here. Yeah, no. That makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Like, that's really dumb. So, that's why I haven't got invested into PSVR. Right. Um, and especially now, it's that late, the PS4's life. You know, we're going to be seeing probably a new headset next year, with, maybe with a new console, who knows. Yep. But with, with, with the Labo VR, I'm interested in trying it. Uh it doesn't. It doesn't look like it won't be like a mind blowing experience or anything. No, I think, I think it'll be a bit of fun. But say you're paying that hundred and twenty dollars for you know the VR kit, I'm going to get no entertainment out of building it. In fact, I'm going to get minus entertainment from building it. Yeah. Um. This time of the year, I don't. This happened with me last year. I think it came out this time Around last year. Around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I get home from work. I do not want to be folding cardboard to like make little bugs vibrate vibrate around my floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd like I'd like to maybe spend thirty dollars, get the cardboard, get the lenses, and just try Zelda and Mario, and that's it. Right. Um, especially like with one hundred and twenty dollars, that's that's a third of a PSVR on a good deal. Yep. Yep. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> it it is ridiculous. But like, here's my here's my stance on VR. Right. Like, uh, with the Switch at least, if you're gonna offer these things, uh in older games or whatever it may be sell the headset separately please don't bundle it with the game I don't care I was under the impression you could get the just the goggles by themselves I have not been able to see that but obviously not I don't think so I have not seen it anywhere yeah and if you can I hope it's not like 80 bucks (laughs) 60 would be fine Mm. because it would be good just to pick it up with no software because you're not interested in say the mini games or the other stuff yeah 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 and I mean uh, the other stance in VR is that if you if you really want to invest in VR, my personal opinion is don't go the short end. Okay, what what we have here, Bryce? We have okay. there there is a second pack. It's a Nintendo Labo VR kit starter set and blaster. So it comes with the gun and the goggles, and it is sixty dollars Australian. Okay, that's okay. I'll yeah. deal with that. I'll buy that. And it does come with software that. Um, uses the blaster uses the blaster and the goggles okay and that's good that's fine 
I, I can deal with that. 60 bucks, that's all right. I, I will probably pick it up for that. But the actual VR kit, I will not even bother. Because I just want it for the Breath of the Wild experience and maybe some other shit that they do with it down the line. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want the extra. I really would like to uh, get the bird, though. I'll get a lot of enjoyment <laughs> putting that bird up to my face. Because <laughs> it's, it's memeable. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, that aside... If you're investing in VR, in my opinion, the only reason you should invest in VR to get your values worth of money is getting a Vive or an Oculus and doing the full experience. Because the problem with VR is, especially on the PlayStation side of it, there is more stuff coming out for VR and it has PlayStation exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. But on PC, development for VR is an always thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People are always making shit in VR and then, you know, you've got stuff like VR Chat and Mm. Beat Saber was originally on there and stuff like that. Everything's getting a VR experience on PC. Uh, People are making just simple shit like, hey, you can do a draw (laughs) around your room with this this VR. I just feel like, uh, especially with the way PlayStation marketed VR, and I'm perfectly okay with people enjoying it the way it is, but... You and I already had our condol like our our frust- <laughs> frustrations, <laughs> our problems with the move controllers as it was, and that enough alone turns me off PSVR. It may be a cheaper old alternative if you're looking to get into VR, in my opinion. Mm. Well, it's a much cheaper one. That's that's where the draw comes from. Well, <laughs> and like for example, like you would be able to. Run- How much is it not on sale? What is its base price? Ah, uh, four hundred. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. It's about four hundred. It, it came out at five fifty. Um, it's gone down. Yeah, since. see, five fifty at that time, five fifty would get you the same starter kit, but for oh well, no, it wouldn't. It would get you. Um, I don't know about Oculus, but it wouldn't get you anywhere near a Vive. Right. Okay, so um, you get the PlayStation uh, uh, VR with the camera and um, VR Worlds for one hundred and twenty full price. That's full price. And so, if you if you wait for like sales, which happened, I saw like there's a manager's special at EB Games for yeah. three hundred not long ago. So you can get it, and you can get a pre-owned one for um, two fifty. But getting your, <laughs> a pre-owned uh, uh, yeah helmet, pre- yeah. pre-owned goggles stuck to your face. Um, quick way to get pink eye, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying these things at conventions. Like, <laughs> yeah, how quick can I get pink eye? The video game, pink eye, pink eye. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that... um, Because I think basic Vive kits go for 600, 700 now, I Mm. think. And the Oculus Rift is even cheaper. uh, And there was another VR kit that was even cheaper than that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But it's just sort of like... I don't know. Going going forward, um, VR, I don't think, will be huge on consoles until it is ultra cheap and affordable to make and doesn't take a shit ton of development time and games come out that actually really support the VR Mm. Um, well Oculus are bringing out a a version called the Oculus Quest which is completely wireless doesn't need a computer or anything yeah and like it's got stuff like Beat Saber and like big games like that running on it right which um, if they get that at the right price that's when it becomes really accessible you don't you don't need a PlayStation you don't need a a computer but I guess with Nintendo though they're, they're obviously not competing with this at all no it's no, like, no it's like the, the Google cardboard and yeah, the stuff but Samsung's that's, doing but that's where I'm sort of getting at as well is like if I'm spending in hundreds of dollars I would rather just go for the big guns mm. and really get the true VR experience where people are developing it all the time on PC you're getting all these different experiences and stuff like that yeah. rather than just like a handful on PlayStation mm. or a cheap piece of cardboard mm. <laughs> that's going to give you a familiarity to the VR experience. Because if it, if there's anything that's going to make me buy VR, it's picking up probably the cheapest piece of VR I can find, which is this or the Samsung... The gear. The gear. gear. Yeah. Um, something like that. And then trying it out that way and then going, huh, actually, I'm kind of interested and then moving on. But of course, I don't really give a shit about VR on my phone. I don't want to watch... Pornhub <laughs> in VR. I don't really give a crap. I don't know. Crap. Crap. Yeah. Bryce, let's be I'm, this, 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 I'm really with Bryce, it. Today. Bryce, take a seat, mate. You're a filthy liar for saying that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I don't need it attached to my face. But I, I, would, I would like to play something like Breath of the Wild and just see its prettiness for 60 bucks 
mm. instead of playing Beat Saber for shit, nearly 500 bucks, uh, and then only having a hand... Cause the, the problem with the VR selection on console, every console that supports VR, so PlayStation and Nintendo at this point, <laughs> is very shallow, yeah. in my opinion. Like, in comparison to all the shit that I see played on PC. So well, I think PlayStation have a great amount of exclusive stuff coming to their VR stuff. They got, like... Uh, there's a game here, Blood and Truth, which, which they showed in the, uh, the recent... Um, I'll just call it direct. I forgot what it, the state of play, right. um, and that looks great. That was developed by one of their uh, London studios, which is like a, it's basically like a, a longer version of the heist, a heist, which was in the VR worlds, and it looks really fun. It looks yep. great. Like, um, PlayStation doing a lot there, but I just think a, a lot of people are missing the point. I think even this conversation here is missing the point of what this VR is. This isn't like put it up to your face and you're like, oh, I'm immersed, I'm in this world. This no. is this is for your kids to be like, I'm going to build a gun then I'm going to put it up to my face, shoot some things and that's it. I just, no, that's, I just, that's what, the thing is, is I just want to see what it looks like and yeah. get a general perspective on VR. I've never put on a VR headset. Never? Yeah. Never. I've, um, my, my one experience with it was at PAX a couple of years ago, the year before uh, you went. I think it was on a, oculus or whatever and it's on well i was on a treadmill like a 360 treadmill and you've got a gun and you ba- i was basically running around a basketball stadium just shooting enemies coming at me i don't think you could die i think it was just like yeah for, right. the, for the feeling of it yeah but it was pretty cool like actually like you could sort of like see in the distance and like you're holding your gun up and you're re- like you're actually aiming like it actually feels it, it's not just like sticks and you're actually like trying to line up you close one eye because it's in a 3d environment and you like you pop it off. It felt pretty cool. It was it's pretty blurry because like I'm you know moving up and down running. Yeah. So I don't know if the actual moving put too much <laughs> of the experience into it. I think if I was just like using a stick on top of the controller, yeah, I think that would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I'm I just I'm, want the general perception of VR. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Like I'm, I know I'm not going to be able to wave around and play Beat Saber on this fucking piece of cardboard, but. Mm. I just I just want to see what it looks like. If I'm interested, then I'll go. Hey, I'm going to buy up because mm. your your PC you'll be able to run an, an Oculus or yeah whatever. oh yeah for sure yeah without any question of a doubt. And like some of the shit that you can do on PC VR is nuts. You can get trackers for just about every single part of your body. No. Like you look on uh, VR chat. <laughs> I can imagine because at the moment your computer's in the kitchen because uh, <laughs> you just had your son and he's taken up your like gaming room. So you're just in the middle of the kitchen on your PC with this. Vive on or uh, Oculus on just like tripping over the table every time I'm or you'll be at the kitchen table just with the Labo VR held up to your face <laughs> <laughs> just like your daughter will come up like what's going on it's like you like accidentally virtual look, reality you'll accidentally knock her over with your elbow when you're just like waving your thing around <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah no just with, with all the little extra attachments and stuff like that that you can get for Vive, it's incredible what people are doing in VR just as players, let alone. Yeah. Like uh, VR chat, you've got people that are... They run, like, personalized dance clubs and shit in VR. <laughs> and it's really neat. Yeah. Like, it's friggin' amazing how much you can track with mm. just, like, an ankle bracelet and, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that you can't get on PlayStation at the moment. Do you see Nintendo taking a bit more of a serious approach nah. to VR in the future? No. Nah. No. Nah. Look, um, a lot of people are kind of like, oh, VR is the future and you see it in just about every single social aspect. You see it in, you know, movies or anime or TV shows or something like that. There's always like, it's like, oh, it's a VR MMO or... Yeah, yeah. The, the world is VR and... Sort out online. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's going to take a very long time, if at all, for that to ever become the norm mm. um, of actual gaming. You would need a whole new generation of players who know nothing but mm. VR as video games. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever take over, but I think it's definitely going to become a pillar. Oh, it'll become a pillar. because, yeah, like, But it, they need to work on it. Even if, say, every single game was VR, you're not going to come home from work or you know quickly play a game if you've got to put on your headset and like block everyone else out every single time let's well let's let's assume that every in in the future vr becomes basically what it is in sao yeah it's like you you're disconnected from everything else in the world around you your brain's jacked into the headset that's the way you're operating doing things whatever let's say that becomes the norm 
that's never going to be a safe norm, no matter what way you put it. <laughs> no. You know? Uh, I mean... As they've shown. As, as, show. they, as they've shown. <laughs> but, like, it's just... The problem is, is if you want a true VR experience, you're never going to be able to actually get out of the real world. You would have to be like... You know, no, you can try. <laughs> okay, you were running around on a on a platform that probably costs $5,000 to make to simulate you running with a gun that I assume was probably like a decent gun, decently made. I, couple, can't, I can't really remember because I couldn't see it. A couple, hun- <laughs> couple hundred bucks there. Then you've got the VR set that would have cost oh, yeah. well over $1,000 at the time. You know, it would have yeah, it would have been crazy expensive. That's why they have it there. A yeah. high end PC that yeah, you would need so much money to have a set up like that at home, mm. and it would take up so much space. It is not convenient for gaming whatsoever. Even the PSVR or the Vive or the Oculus or whatever at the moment alone is not particularly space friendly. You have to have a room pretty much dedicated to it to make sure you don't smack anything. Yeah. Like with the PSVR, it's got its own box which needs to be plugged into like multiple USB points. Yeah. Then like you've got the cable running across, you know, your to your couch or wherever you're sitting. Yeah. So it's not very elegant necessarily. No. no. Mm. You know, it has to go full wireless and it has to be able to track just about everything with very simple because even with the Vive it's like, hey, here's a pole in four corners of the room and then if you want to do the leg tracking, you've got to put on all this shit, like your, your ankle bracelets and your wristbands and... Your bungee cord. Your bungee cord. <laughs> and You know, it's just all... It's, That'd, it's be such cool. a, That'd be pretty cool. It's, it's a very, <laughs> very expensive experience to invest into. So, and so are you interested in getting the $60 starter pack? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> something basic like that, I, I'm happy to invest in. And if I'm really interested in VR... I'll go the full mile and buy a decent kit for the PC. But there is no real mid-range, in my opinion, in VR. You either pay for the best or pay for pay for the basic entry experience. Mm. And uh, I would love to check out Zelda in a VR sort of situation. I know I'm not going to be looking through the eyes of Link or something like that, but I would like the basic experience of what I would be looking at in VR just so I know exactly what I'm buying into. Mm. I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious to see like how does Nintendo handle it with you know a very basic setup on a a system that well, probably that's why... probably wasn't you know for, like VR wasn't thought about when they were making no. the Switch. Well, that was so, that. This is why it's so so inexpensive because there's just no point in you know trying to dish out a kit that nobody's going to buy because it's so stupidly expensive. Mm. And I mean. PSVR fits that niche for me. Niche. Niche. Whatever you want to call it. Nick. Nick. Nicky. Nicky. <laughs> Nicole. N- N- Nicole. Fits your Nicole. It doesn't fits my Nicole. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it doesn't really fit that for me. And it, if you're into it and you're really into it, like, say, Buddy is. Yeah, Buddy, he, Dylan. He's really... Yeah. yeah, Buddy and Dylan. Exactly, yeah. They're both really into their VR. Mm. Look, I'm just frothing at the mouth to play... Beat Saber. I want to oh, play, I want to so play Beat Saber too, but I don't want to play it that bad that I want to spend that much money just to play Beat Saber. Ooh. Yeah, I've been close, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, can't you just like make it so that I can mod my Wiimotes and then Ooh. and then <laughs> buy a cheap headset and then I can play Beat Saber? They're not going to do that because they want you to buy the full fucking thing. Mod your Wiimotes? Uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, fine, Wii with Wii, Wii, Wiimote Pluses. Yeah, I don't know. Still pushing it, but... <laughs> still. But, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just a case of that. Like, realistically, you could have done something similar to Beat Saber on a Wii ages ago, in my opinion. Like, it, it's not the most revolutionary thing ever. It's just added in the VR functionality. Mm. Um, So... It's a wonder why we never got anything like it ages ago because of motion control. Like, motion control was a massive, like, breakthrough in video gaming, obviously, because it's used in a lot of places. Yeah. But, um... Well, it's only now where the sort of the systems have been powerful enough to actually push it. Like, the yeah. the, the graphics on the PlayStation uh, VR, like, it's, it's, it's down like, quite a bit just for how much processing it needs to do for like both eyes and make 3D and yeah. all that yeah, yeah and that's why it's <laughs> that's why it's not going anywhere anytime soon so yeah Labo VR launches this week and 
we might give it a go. Uh, Tell yeah. you what, I'll buy it. You fold it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just don't, I'm not interested. My kid, t- my kid tips milk on it. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, then you've just got like, you've got this. <laughs> the outside is just like soggy and whatever. You're just like <laughs> holding. Oh no. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you're sweating. Like you're going. You're doing intense Zelda battle, right? You got Link. You yeah, versus maybe Ganon at the very end. You're sweating, and by the end of it, it's just like <laughs> it's just sunk right into your face. You're like <laughs> laying down with it on because it's so hard to sort of just sit up and hold it to your face all the time, and then it just eventually sinks down in your face because all it is is drenched in sweat. Mm. Oh, delicious. Uh, this this is this is an interesting story, Bryce. So Wolfenstein Youngblood is coming to Switch, uh, July twenty sixth. Fantastic! And especially on Amazon, they they've confirmed that the the game does not come with a game card. It's just a download code. <sighs> yeah, so it's it's a bit Groan. weird. That, so they're just selling a case with a download code. Oh, I just really hate that. Oh my god! Because a, a lot of publishers and developers you've seen in the past, they they put the games on the smaller cards, the sixteen gig cards, rather than upgrade or pay more for the thirty two gig cards, and you have to download the rest of the game. <sighs> but this one we're seeing, it's just like I just download the whole thing. Just download the whole thing, please. We don't want to have to pay for. We only want to pay for the plastic <laughs> and yeah, the piece so, of paper in the middle. Yeah, they won't get my money then. <laughs> Oh, I was just thinking this today because I saw an advertisement for EB Games pre-orders of Final Fantasy X and X2 and I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I'd like to own that. But then they have that really goddamn ugly strip of white on the top of the case. Yeah, because even if it was like, oh. yeah, yeah, I'll download the second game, that's fine, that's fine. But you still want the, like a nice case. Uh, yeah, I want a nice case, not a giant white strip on it. Mm. Oh, I get why they do it because so it, you know make it make it stand out so parents go oh okay you do have to download stuff all right good to know maybe I'll update it before I give it to Jimmy or can't can't the norm just be like the clerk old... has to go like the clerk <laughs> has to warn you and be like hey this is what the thing is with this game maybe but not every place is going to have a clerk you know it's going to be like Target and stuff where people have no idea you know about the system or stuff like that oh, so they can't just... tell you but. Maybe like oh, that white strip. <laughs> oh, it's ugly. Oh, I hate it so much. Mm. See, I think it's really ugly, but it doesn't affect me because I don't buy my games. But I can imagine it <laughs> Girl, would. That makes you sound like the biggest pirate ever. I don't buy my games. Oh well, I do buy my games. I buy them digitally. Yeah, I know you buy them digitally, but unlike my physical collection, I hate that ugly yeah. white strip. It's the worst thing ever. I. I can relate to like um, the 3DS uh, select classics and stuff like that where they just do like the box art real small then like the rest is like a curtain or yeah. even like back in the PlayStation days and like you know how they do like, the classics but it's all ugly looking yeah what yeah. about those big bulgy cases for third party games oh the DS cases oh. well what that is that that is the European case it's still disgusting I know so I remember I got Need for Speed I forgot which one on DS probably the same year it launched and it came in this hideous case because like, <laughs> they, they, they've they got the big thick cases because their instruction booklets were so thick because they included every language yeah. so they have thicker cases than uh, over here and in the US Japan etc um, but so, some of those cases they used here because they might have been a smaller publisher or whatever and they just decided to buy that one lot of cases rather than actually do the different cases for different territories Yeah, and that always annoyed me so much yeah it's still ugly though. I yeah. Like I don't care the reasoning behind it. It was still disgustingly bad. Yeah. Ugh. You see, like someone's like, "Oh, look at all my DS collection." Then they're European. It's just like <laughs> this big, big overweight wall of boxes. You're like, oh no. Did that DS case eat another DS case? Yeah, I think it did. Oh, God. Because like here they were so nice. Like especially they are, they're nice. Especially they're especially after the Game Boy Advance, then like you get this case where. It's a hard case. It's got the instruction manual. You've got the little bit for your game card. And it even had like the bit for the Game Boy Advance yeah. games at the top. Yeah, yeah. And that was really weird. Like thinking back, it's like, that's really handy because I like kept some of my games in there. Mm. But it's still really strange. Because I'd go to friends' places and you'd take like a handful of cases with you. Yeah. Because I'll, I always kept, my, kept them in the cases rather than just in my normal DS case. Yeah. Because I can lose them that way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, sh- I bought Skyrim um, on game card. Because I forgot why. I think it's because it's a bit bigger. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get it on card and it'll stay- live in my Switch. 
and I've lost it. I can't find it. <laughs> so, like, one of my only games I've actually bought physically, I'm like, I don't know where it is. Oh, my God. And I want to play it, too. I, I think I only literally... I looked at it so many times there. I'm just like, are you ever actually going to play Skyrim? <laughs> well, I bought it and I've lost it. I don't know where the card is. I kind of want to buy Skyrim again, to be honest with you. I just haven't gone around to it. You're not going to get it on Amazon Alexa instead? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Did you hear this rumor uh, last week, Bryce, where um, Best Buy apparently leaked uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy? Um, yeah. <sighs> Persona for Switch and A Link to the Past? Um the re- the way I found out about this is somebody reposted um, an old guest of ours, Stealth, his uh, hmm. his Twitter comments on it. Um, and I'll be honest with you, uh, sounds like a lot of fucking made up bullshit to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> HD Wind Waker and HD Twilight Princess coming to the Switch with Metroid Prime Trilogy. It's just like the games that everybody wants. Yeah, well, I think it. I don't think there's any merit to it. I think it is someone just going, "Oh, Metro Prime Trilogy." I'll put it in the system for when it probably eventually comes through. Same with Persona, A Link to the Past. Um, if people are thinking A Link to the Past is getting remade or maybe just the same game on a game card, released in the same year, they're remaking A Link's Awakening. Not going to happen. Just no, not going to happen. No, it's silly. Yeah. It's 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 all bullshit. It is, it really is all bullshit. I have no doubt that some of these games will probably come to true light. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Persona. Yeah. Like Persona. But, like we we had the announcement or do you call it an announcement but basically uh Atlas have confirmed they're doing a countdown until um was it the 24th of April or 25th of April that for Persona 5S. Yeah. Um so, you know, there's there is some merit to maybe thinking that's going to be a Switch port. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but on their system, it was called Persona 5 for Switch. If if there was like, if they knew it, if that was in the system ready to go for pre-orders, it would have been called Persona 5S. Yeah. They wouldn't call it for Switch. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Talking about that rumor, Bryce, um, Persona 5, or well, not rumor, but the game that's uh, going to be announced at the end of this month do you think it's going to be a Switch port or do you reckon it's going to be Persona 5 Stadium and be a new fighting game or something <laughs> yeah. no they won't do that no I reckon um, well if the, if that is the game they've got in the works they're, and they're planning on announcing and releasing they're going to be sweating because everyone's expecting it for Switch now so <laughs> well it, it, look it's just kind of a case of like I, I feel like it has to come to Switch it doesn't really have don't really have any other thing I guess like they've just they've they've just released the dancing games for 3 and 5 because 3 never got one you know he had p- uh, P4 Arena that sort of tried to do P3 as well I'm pretty sure um, so they fit the two Arena games in there um, Persona 5 doesn't have an Arena so yeah, it, could be, a, it yeah. could be a possibility but I just think that I don't know. I just think it's a bit of a no-brainer to move that game to the Switch. And I think, like, that day is going to be a big, hey, Persona 5 is coming to Switch. Also, Joker's out right now. Yeah. We, we've... Yeah, I think I think that will be the case. And I hope that's the case. That'll be really exciting to be able to oh, yeah. have Joker in Smash and have that announcement knowing that his, his game is coming, coming to the Switch. Yep. Um, also, we've, we were talking uh, last week about, like, you know, PlayStation might have exclusive rights or have a deal or something to keep the game on PlayStation. And with Persona 5, um, the Royal coming to PlayStation, maybe that content won't be coming to the Switch port. And that's their way of being like, all right, we've still got the de- definitive... The definitive edition. edition. And you know what? Fine, yeah. I don't give a shit. And that, that's an interesting question when I ask like, people like yourself, Dash, and that. Like, Dash has been playing the game through like multiple times trying to get the Platinum Trophy and that. And he, he, he seems super excited for the Switch version but would you keep playing on PlayStation because you can get that extra content? You can um, keep going for that trophy. Like I'll play it for the extra content, but I won't. Like say, if say they came out, they came out the same day, so you can play Persona Five again on your Switch, or you can be like, oh, I'm going to play it a bit differently on this new version, which is released for PS4. Nah, you wouldn't. I'll just buy it on Switch. Like. It, it that that's the thing for me is like the idea of having new Persona Five content is interesting, 
but does it mean that I want to pay the $35 or something and then get that over the Switch version? Nah, not really. I'd just like to play Persona 5 again as it was made, to be honest with you. Mm. That game is really good and I've only finished it once. But like, I, gu- I guess also the uh, the thing against that as well, like this new female character is included in the, the data for Smash Brothers. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. That would indicate that maybe that content is in the Switch version, or... Yeah, it kind of seems silly if it wasn't. Look, mm. uh, like, mm. I understand um, that Persona 5, the Royal, had the PlayStation logo and all that shit on it and did that whole thing. But something to consider is Persona 5, the Royal, supposed to be a DLC because if it is a DLC and it's not a re-release of the game with the extra content that doesn't mean it can't come to Switch in the future yeah definitely Yeah, it's like how PlayStation logos are splashed on Call of Duty games mm, like it's like got, they're not yeah. exclusive to PlayStation they're just written primarily the che- they've written the checks yeah. yeah they've written the checks for yeah. that content and maybe even Atlas or the developers of Persona 5 want you to play through Persona 5 normally then they might decide like, oh, well, we'll release the content when most people would have would be done with the base game. Absolutely. As well. So maybe it, maybe it won't make sense to be, release it at the start with the extra content because yeah. they want people to experience the game then come back to it again for like you know, different uh, challenges and different characters and interactions yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. that's the way it should be. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm good with that. Let's just, yeah. I'm just going to say at that. At, at that. Leave it a bit. <laughs> oh my god, today. Yeah, it's, a, it's been a long one. Yeah. Oh, long weekend. Mm. I've been. Uh, I've just played a uh, soccer and uh, yeah, <laughs> ready to oh. die. It's so fr- it's just so frustrating. Like our, our referee was bloody awful. <laughs> I, I could go on for ages about our league. I tell you what, oh, the referees on. are shocking. Anyway, <laughs> this is not the soccer podcast. Moving on. <laughs> it's like shocking soccer player complains about referee <laughs> uh, Bryce this might surprise you or it might not or you might just not give a poop I might uh, vote on the later of that one but Pokemon Go revenue reaches uh, 2.5 billion worldwide so that's a lot of money Bryce that's a bit of cash I and- guess yeah. <laughs> and um uh, Daniel Ahmed on Twitter he's uh, put up a tweet saying a quick comparison for fun so uh Sun and Moon have made six hundred and fifty million. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon have made three hundred and fifty million. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go uh, Pikachu and Eevee has made six hundred million. So that's a total of one point six billion dollars. And Pokemon Go, as of uh, or came out in June two thousand sixteen, is uh, yeah based around two point five million, which isn't surprising because billion. Yes, billion. Yeah. See, I can't even comprehend a billion dollars. <laughs> but Pokemon Go is free, and it's tempting to buy small transactions. Mm. So it's not, yeah, it's it's that, and it's like, hey, I want to buy these small trans. And this is something I discovered recently that's actually really dangerous for my wallet. Is that when you're on a plan on a mobile phone, you can just charge it to your bill. Ooh. So. How many? How how many of those people are just going? Oh well, I don't have the money in a wallet. It's okay. I'll just charge it to my bill and pay it next month. You're going, you're going for a jog. You're like, shit. I need some balls. I need some balls. You're just like, yeah. You I'll charge pay. it to your bill. Mm. Got no money. Got no money. Didn't get paid this week. Lost it all on heroin. Put the balls balls on my bill. Put the balls on my bill. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's it. Like, yeah. um, that's how they earn all their money. Is quick small microtransactions like that that just rack up so are you saying Pokemon Go and Niantic are, uh, are mean little men is that what you're saying no most I'll be honest most most companies that run mobile games are evil little men Ooh. that includes Nintendo at times mm. well you're especially be- after la- after the last <laughs> Fair Channel update that was oh boy that suck you in no um it's it's just like you've got all these units from like the classic the classic book and stuff like that and they're kind of just like that's good and everything um I mean I've got them so doesn't matter I don't have all of the old classic units but I've got most of them you're talking about Dragalia now aren't you no 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 what are you talking about fair Fire Emblem Heroes oh okay fair you just said fair I didn't know if you were just saying eh. <laughs> how much 
how much um how much Nintendo news do you honestly keep updated with when you didn't know that that, that Fire Emblem Heroes literally has its own directs? It no shit has its own directs to I, keep people updated with news. Yeah, well, I don't keep updated with Fire Emblem Heroes. No, well, you do. You're you're the expert. Check your Twitter, you you dingus. Oh, <laughs> they post about it. No, I don't follow them. No, the Nintendo does. They post about it. Oh, good on them. Like, there's a new Fair channel up. You know what, Bryce? I have, I have my likes. I have my dislikes, right? And that fits into none of them. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, they they made a bunch of controversial changes that everybody was really pissed off about. Um, yeah. that included removing removing some, uh, demoting some adventurers down to four and three star at a base, and removing a whole bunch of book one five stars from the summoning pool. So people are kind of mad because it was like some of the best ways to get off skills that you needed for some of your characters. Hmm. Um, so yeah, you know when you when you spend microtransaction money to get characters like that, and then all of a sudden they're gone. And yeah, I mean they don't physically take the units away from you if you've got them, but it's like yeah. <sighs> When you start spending microtransactions on a game, that's where it sort of becomes shifty when they make decisions like that. that I, sort me- of- I remember back in my day, and all I used to do on my phone was uh, ring my mum, and uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. It sounds like all you really do around this time with your phone. Mm. <laughs> ring my mum. Hey, mum, how you going? It's like, stop ringing me! This is the 50th time today. Just play a mobile game. Like oh. Nintendo's hit Super Mario Run. Hmm. So that's a good one. No microtransactions, just pay the one fee. Yeah, which is great, but yeah, not every mobile game can survive off that. Yeah. Nintendo went back on their word pretty quickly on that one anyway. Yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> we don't really want games to have microtransactions. We just yeah. want mobile experiences you pay for. Well, no. Fire Emblem Heroes and Dragalia Lost say otherwise. Actually, just on the topic of mobile games, I was, I've been thinking about this. So Apple announced Apple Arcade a few weeks ago at their... Um, basically services announcement cool. they, they announced all that stuff and they're bringing games to it for like uh, basically a s- subscription fee you can play 100 plus games for free and they're bringing stuff that's a bit more uh, I guess more like created yep um, I was just thinking like if Nintendo were to bring stuff to that where they could like not worry about having to I guess monetize it and get people in the door like I, I think that Nintendo just wants it to the biggest um, audience possible yeah. so if free out there you can pay for it if you want type of thing yep. but it would be interesting if they would bring something to it where it's a bit more of a experience rather than right yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know the stance at the moment to me is kind of like they they went off their original their original road of like hey you can pay for this and then whatever they went off their stance on that, but with Fire Emblem Heroes and Dragalia, for the most part, they're pretty generous in handing out premium currency. Like, I just seem to get chucked it all the time. Yeah. So, it seems like... Because Psy Games, especially, who made Dragalia Lost, their games in the past are, you know, notoriously gacha-heavy, as most of the mobile gaming market was for a while. But Nintendo obviously had a big hand in this, and they were kind of just like, don't be skimpy, please, just... <laughs> The love of God. <laughs> yeah, don't be skimpy. Give give players the stuff. They're paying money as it is. By the time they've paid, you know, uh, what have I spent on Dragalia? Like maybe a hundred bucks. <whistles> and that's probably, you know, not much more than I'll ever spend on it because I don't have to pay for Gacha at all. It's too expensive to pay for Gacha anyway. Yeah. Um. So... They, they, I think they're kind of just like by the time you've got a hundred bucks out of it it's paid for the value of the game leave it at that which is great I think that's fantastic because I've played gacha games where you could spend $250 and get absolute fuck all for your time um, can't say Fire Emblem Heroes uh, I, with Fire Emblem Heroes Fire Emblem Heroes could last you forever like it lasts a very long time especially now that three books are out and you can just sort of keep earning the premium currency until you've finished all three difficulties um, but uh, when you run dry of that you don't get rewarded very often with free stuff 
Hmm. If that makes sense. But Dragali is the complete opposite. I seem to get premium currency tr- chucked at me for anything. It's like, oops, there was a bug in the game. Here, have premium currency. Like, oops, <laughs> oops there was a bug in the... Uh, there was a bug in Yudin's shoe. Here, have <laughs> have premium currency. Like, it's it seems really good about that. And I th- from what I hear, um, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo are still trying to be even more generous than what they're currently being with the premium currency. Because, mm. yeah, to be honest, when you're getting a new IP off the floor, especially like Fire Emblem Heroes is actually operating at a higher profit than what Dragalia lost is by about a couple hundred thousand or something okay. like that. Maybe a yep. bit more than that. Um, so it is actually pretty successful. Um, Dragalia lost, that's pretty impressive for a new IP just on, on the mobile yeah. platform as well. It's, yeah, it's yeah. doing well for what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot to love about Dragalia, but it's sort of like... As when you're trying to get something like that off the floor and into the air and, you know, get it in the sights of everyone, you, you don't really want to be the money-hungry the money hungry giant. You want to be, you know, the the BFG, the big friendly giant. Yeah, just like you. Yeah, exactly. Big, big friendly giant. So, <laughs> so it's just sort of the case of, like, yeah, I guess, that, I yeah, guess Nintendo are being all right, with, all right about their mobile games at the moment, but they, they certainly didn't follow their original plan. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Bryce. I think that ends us to the end of the show. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before we nah. say sayonara? No, it's been a really, really dry week in terms of news, opinions on certain things, etc. Mm. It's been one of those weeks too where, like I said at the start, towards the start of the show, it's been this is time of year where it's just oh yeah, it's a, heavy handed for you. Yeah, grind for me at work, and I. I this this week I did plan to like have a more in depth discussion about Yoshi, but I just haven't had the time to pick it up. Yeah, and like that's the most chill game you could possibly pick up, and I still haven't <laughs> found the way to I've pick it up. The, so I've been the same the last four, three or four days as well. So it's okay, I understand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the last three or four days have been yeah. pretty heavy. I do want to apologise too, just for the lack of skits for the last probably. I think this is like the fourth one I've had a skit. I just like when I sit down to edit it late at night, like I just don't have the time or energy yeah we it. need to reschedule like um mm. not our recording time so much but like in, in what order we do things yeah we need to work out a way of organization yeah, yeah. whether it be like uh we do the podcast one night don't worry about the skit and then the next night or something like that we just call each other and do a quick skit of some kind and then we just slap it together or yeah or no. whether we just shift up management duties on who's doing what editing when and yeah maybe maybe we can get you to do a skit for the next like month or so while I'm busy and yeah, I'll edit the I'll edit the podcast <laughs> just yeah. discuss it live our fucking <laughs> I don't know we'll, we'll figure it out anyway we'll talk about it in a minute yeah um, after I go to the toilet <laughs> yeah right yeah just so you needed to know anyway yeah. <laughs> cool been holding that in that all, sh- all show have you pretty much nice uh, everyone thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario episode 91 you can find at uh, us you can find us you can find at us you can find us on Twitter I'm iDruby Bryce is at IV that's right that's right <laughs> that's me that's me and you can find the show at the House of Mario if you enjoyed what you've heard um, subscribe and on podcast services big juicy five star ratings Yes, the juiciest one, like a big steak that's undercooked and you just bite into it anyway, you know? Yep. No, and, blood just comes out everywhere. Yeah, and of course, we are part of the 8-Bit Collective. Check out everyone's podcasts and stuff over there. Please, just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Support content creators. Yo, if PewDiePie hasn't taught you enough. Mm. And he's back. He's back, baby. He's back, baby. He's back. We talked about it last week. Mm. Well, we talked about it like just before just he before took it back over. Bang. Yeah, oh, makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, and then, he, and then he's absolutely smashed him. I haven't checked sub count in a day or two, so I'm interested to mm. see now. Yeah, so I'll check that too. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Later.